Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week, three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. All righty then. This is Rolling with Ungayo, live and direct. Okay, not really. Time shifted for your convenience, right? The song you heard is uh, from the Harley White Junior Orchestra. Today is the 11th of December. It is a gorgeous day in Oxnard, California. That's where I am. I don't know why they would name a town after bull testicles, but I am not in charge of town naming. So, dessert first. We had, last week, I had a uh, cobbler. They called it a blueberry, a peach and blueberry cobbler. And it was pretty good. It was at this place called the High Water. It's short for Hell and High Water, or Hell or High Water, in Sacramento, California. But I, you know, listen. Here's my thing. A cobbler to me implies a crust, like a like a dough crust, right? If you're gonna throw some sort of like oats and shit, that's a crumble. You understand where I'm coming from, right? So there's a cobbler, there's a crumble. There's a clafuti. These are three different things. I mean, it was good. It just wasn't a cobbler. It was, it was, it was a crumble is all I'm saying. And it probably could have used a little more cinnamon or nutmeg. That's really the thing when you're making a, a peach cobbler. Cinnamon, nutmeg are very important. I also like when there's blueberries involved. I like lemon thyme goes very well with the blueberries. It just gives a little, little, little kick, a little herbaceousness. Herbaceous. That was my friend Glenn's cat. I don't know why. No, no, wait. He wasn't herbaceous. He was herbivorous. And he was an omnivore. He lived to be like 17 years old. It was very sad when he died. We were all bummed out. Because that's a long time for a cat. Okay. So uh, let me tell you something really, really, uh, really gross that happened last night. As you know. I've been dealing with the effects of the Quincy and I thought that I had gotten through all of the, you know, the, I ran the course of the antibiotics and everything was feeling good. But then yesterday, one of my tonsils started to swell up again and it felt weird. It felt like I was getting another abscess. Fortunately, there's only one tonsil. And so I could still do the show and I can breathe and everything. And so I had a show in Oxnard last night with Doug Benson and my boy, uh, Dan Gabriel, came to hang out. He's very, very funny. You should go see him if you can. But after the show, I went to uh, Hawk a Loogie. Is that what they call it, right? Expectoration. And instead of it being a Loogie, it was like the abscess in my mouth popped. And I hawked a big old pus ball. Uh, that could quite possibly be the grossest thing I've ever had in my mouth. And I've had some weird things in my mouth. I've eaten all manner of durian and, you know, balut and sour shit and horrible, you know, you don't pay attention. You grab some food. It's gross and moldy. Uh, But I don't I can't even describe the flavor 
of mouth pus. It was. I just thought I'd share that with you because we're friends. People like gross things. (laughs) Do they? I don't know. But you, you do now. You got it now. So, but, you know, after that. I felt much better, and I feel much better now, and I should probably quit smoking. I'm down to roll leaf. Does that help? No? Somebody uh, on Twitter the other day told me I should do the Dr. Seuss method and get a pipe and fill it with um, dirt and radish seeds. And every time I want to have a puff of the tobacco, uh, I just water the radish, and then by the time the radish has grown, my craving should be gone. And that's an interesting thought. It's very, uh, was it Mrs. Piggle Wiggle? You guys remember those books? The Mrs. Piggle Wiggle books? She, um, and there was a kid who didn't want to bathe and she kind of did the same thing. Kid got dirtier and dirtier. And so she planted radish seeds on him. And then, uh, once the radishes grew, he's like, maybe I should take a bath. You know, if you're growing radishes in your skin, you probably should take a bath is what I'm saying. Uh, that's, that's just one of those random things. So, mm-hmm. down here in Oxnard, California, home of all the oranges, apparently. They make a lot of oranges, and they have pretty good dirt. And I don't know how much weed they're growing out here in Ventura County. But I can see them starting to grow more. And I, I think that's going to be one of the interesting things, right? Because, you know, a lot of these places already have good agricultural infrastructure and we'll see if their city councils and city officials are able to get over their prohibitionistic prohibitionistic tendencies to allow some of these guys i mean i would grow tangy in my tangerine groves you know what i'm saying agent orange in my uh, in my orange groves i don't know but that's also one of those things like some of these some of these cities and counties out here in California now are like, well, you can only grow marijuana in agricultural districts, which is bullshit because then you're cutting all the outlaws out again, right? And once you start cutting the outlaws out, they will just go continue to be outlaws somewhere else. I don't understand how state officials don't get that. You have to work with the outlaws to allow them to do their thing. It's just it's you know. What are you, what are you going to do? You, uh, it's so hard to talk to elected officials. Everybody runs for office. That's what Obama said, right? He said, like, if you don't like the way your elected officials are doing some shit, get some petitions and run for office yourself. And I think we should do that. Not me. I got a lot of – no. Well, maybe. I might. I might. I kind of like my city councilman, so I don't know what I would do. I could run for, for senator against Dianne Feinstein because she's not my favorite <laughs> at all. At all. At all. That's all. I'm just kind of rambling. I really just woke up, you guys. It's like nine in the morning, which is early for me at the Motel 6 in Oxnard, California. Is there anything you guys want to talk about? No one ever sends me emails. I ask you to send me emails. NGAIO420 at yahoo.com. Send me an email. You got some questions. You want to talk about some things. We could do it. We could talk about it. I'll, uh, I'll do my best to provide you with a nice answer. I haven't had any really fancy foods in a while. I mean, I've just been watching football, so it's been all chicken wings and crumbles disguised as cobblers, which – can we get a dictionary? I, I know it's a small thing, but I take it personally because when I order a cobbler, I'm 
almost always disappointed. A cobbler has like a biscuit crust or a dough crust on top, right? If it's not a dough crust, if you're throwing butter and granola and oats on top of it, then it's a crumble. And I know I said that before, but it's still true. And I can't let it go. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to let it go. But I really can't because it's – it's just one of those things down here in Oxnard that everybody's got to got to work on. All right. We got a few seconds left. I think I've rambled sufficiently for the first 10 minutes. Um, I hope it was edifying for you and gross. We've discussed crumbles and pus, which sounds like a good punk rock band name. The pussy crumbles, I think, would be good. Uh, or em- emoluments clause would also be a good name. No. The pussy grabbers. I'm sorry. I've been watching this Trump press conference and he's just doing nothing but pissing me off. But we'll be back in just a couple seconds right here on Rolling with Umgayo. Rolling with Umgayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Do you want to get in on the booming cannabis industry? With new frontier data, we give industry insiders the power of big data analytics to help navigate this rapidly growing and changing landscape. New Frontier's tools help you make critical decisions based on the facts. Our industry analyst reports reveal the best opportunities. Our custom research engagements deliver answers to the most difficult questions. And our cutting-edge big data platform, Equio, puts real-time information and answers you need right at your fingertips. Go to www.equio.io and sign up for your free membership today. That's E-Q-U-I-O to sign up now. The power of real-time big data is now in your hands. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say Wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him being that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Every strain, every sale, every medical study. Keep it right here on the Cannabis Radio Network. Rollin' with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. Boom. Here we are. Rollin' with Ungayo, segment two, January 11th, 2017. We are nine days away from swearing in 
Donald Trump. I always think of there was a comic in the in the early in the late eighties uh, when I first started comedy. Um, Susie Berger used to do this joke. She did the joke about George Bush. She's like, I would like the, to be the one to do the swearing in, and then she acts out her swearing in. She's like, Listen, motherfucker, if you fuck this up, we will all fuck you up forever, and everybody's gonna come out here and kick your little shitty ass. Which I thought was the best swearing in for a president that I'd ever heard, <laughs> right? You literally swear them in. And I don't know, it never got the biggest laugh, except for me. I would be in the back rolling, and everybody else would just be like, oh, that's cute, Susie. But I always thought it was really, really funny. Um, so Obama gave his farewell address last night, and he was, of course, great. And, and, and listen, I don't know how you feel about Obama. Uh, I think he's been one of the best presidents that I've ever had in my lifetime. I think he's a gifted and brilliant, brilliant politician. He plays the long game. He set up a lot of things like these, these Republicans keep trying to repeal the Obamacare, uh, but they can't, they can't because they will end up hurting too many of their own constituents. And it's kind of funny. The, I don't know if it's willful ignorance or just ignorance, ignorance, like there's been so many things on the internet in the past couple of days about people like, woo, we're going to repeal Obamacare finally. And, and other people will be like, uh, you know, that's the assisted care act. And, and they'll be like, Oh wait, that's where I get my insurance, but that's different, right? No, Obamacare and ACA are the same thing. And people didn't know that. It, it's just, it's sad. It's sad the amount of ignorance in this country sometimes. Like, is it hard to learn things? Google is free, right? The library is free. That's what the old people used to tell you, right? Hey, library's free. You got to know something. You got to read a book. You got to pay attention to what's really, really going on. And all these cats about to get their uh, their insurance canceled, right, to make a political – because they don't like black people, apparently. And that's really what it is, man, because <laughs> – <sighs> because Donald Trump, um, I, I, it's hard. It's hard for me to want to accept this guy. And there was this whole thing came out yesterday um, about him enjoying being peed on by Russian prostitutes. And everybody made a lot of jokes. And then there were some questions about kink shaming. And I don't think they're kink shaming him. Uh, if you want to pee on someone or if you want someone to pee on you, if you like being peed on, you like peeing on people, as long as it's consensual and everybody's over the age of 18 and everyone knows that you can't surprise anyone with pee. You got to talk to them about it. Then that's all good. There's nothing wrong. Golden showers have been, uh, and accepted kink for hundreds, hundreds of years, right? Uh, I don't so I don't think they're kink shaming. I think they're just hypocrisy shaming and ridiculousness shaming because this guy comes across, ugh, you know, he's got the evangelicals on his side, and I'm pretty sure that most evan evangelicals aren't into piss play. Maybe they are. I'm pretty. Uh, all I know is that you just think they like the missionary position. Should we change the name of the missionary position to the evangelical? Physician, let me knock on your back door. <laughs> you knock on the front door. That's uh, that's the missionary. And then maybe you turn him around and you knock on the back door. And that's the evangelical. No? All right. They're probably going to have to change the name of uh, when you pee on somebody. Trumpism. So I gave a – she gave me a Trumpy. I gave her a Trumpy. No? 
I'm just asking. I'm just asking if, if, how's that going to work. He says it's not true, but who knows? Who knows what's true and what's not true anymore? Apparently, we're in a post-factual reality. What is real? This is, we're all in the fucking matrix or whatever you want to call it. You can call it the matrix. You can call it Loompa Land. You can call it wherever you want. Uh, it's just it's just wild how people know and don't know and how reality is constantly being distorted. Maybe we're all mushrooms. Instead of lead in the water, maybe they're just putting like LSD and uh, low levels of psilocybin. Although I know what psilocybin feels like. And so I don't really feel like I'm on mushrooms, but who knows? Maybe the government has a new thing. We could talk about all these crazy conspiracy theories, right? That grown chicken from the KFC. It's not real chicken. They just grow it in a vat. Um, sitting here staring at some weed right now. I still have, I have so much weed left from the, let's talk about marijuana adventures. I have so much weed left from the, from the Emerald cup. First of all, cause I got to be a judge. So I just been thrown out, handing out little samples. I'm just, uh, tipping everyone with weed on the lift and on the Uber and all that. And I'm sitting here right now. I got one, two, three, four different kinds of weed in front of me. I went to this thing. I don't know if they have it in your town, but a lot of towns in California, uh, in Oregon and Washington and maybe Colorado. I don't know if they're doing it, but ca- California definitely is throwing a lot of these little underground events. They're, they're regular or semi-regular, um, like uh, there's secret sesh and there's the orbits session, which is almost, it's almost like a farmer's market, right? So you go to the place, you show them your letter, you pay your 10 bucks to get in. And then it's all booths and booths and booths, and it's all these different farmers and producers. There's a lot of wax and dabs, and they give you free dabs, and they let you try some joints. And then you can buy stuff right there, and it's not really – you're you know, it's quasi-legal, right? California law still states that if you are a medical marijuana patient, you can – give your marijuana to other marijuana patients and they are allowed to reimburse you for, uh, for your energy and your time, right? Because if you're growing weed and maybe I can't grow weed, but you have some weed, you have extra weed that you're not going to use. You can sell it to me, right? Because that's how, uh, proposition 215 works. So I just, actually, I just went to one, uh, called the orbits and you can find it on, uh, Instagram at Weed All Star LLC. If you're up in the Sacramento area, and they do it uh, two times a month, and then there's a couple of there's one in Oakland that I know about, and I think there's one in LA that I know about. And there's a farmers market in Lake County up by Clear Lake, uh, and I think we need more of that. I, I, I'm a fan of the farmers markets where you can walk around and look at the weed and talk to the farmer and and just have a good time. It's that's one of those, you know. Some people would say a farmer's market is like so Caucasian, but really a market is a a good market is a good market. I mean, that's how people have done things forever and ever. It doesn't always have to be brick and mortar like that. You could just go and try it. So what I have right now, I have some uh, purple candy cane, which is what came in second place in the Emerald Cup. It's a uh, blue dream crossed with Agent Orange and a couple of other things. And then I have some stuff from the Beard Brothers, which is a strawberry cough hybrid and uh it's very creamy and strawberry like and fruity and then somebody gave me some granddaddy purple which isn't great and then i have some of this bubble kush it's an outdoor bubble kush which also isn't great and i I, you know it's not that it's not well grown it's not well cured 
And that is one of the things, the curing process, the, the way you dry your marijuana, the way you get your marijuana ready for people to smoke is very important. A bad cure will fuck up a good grow, right? Where a good cure can kind of sometimes a little bit salvage a bad grow. You don't want to dry your weed too fast. Right. And that's the thing. So you got to know your your humidity levels. If you're in a dry climate, if you're in a moist climate, um, you don't want to dry it too. So if you dry it too fast, it's going to end up tasting like hay and being super harsh on the throat. Uh, if you dry it too slow, you may end up with mold problems and things like that. So you got to be careful. Uh, most people I know like a brown paper bag. You get one of those big brown paper bags and you kind of dump your weed in there and then you leave the bag like half closed. And then, you know, every few hours, every day or so, you scoop it up, turn it around, you do it like that. Um, some people have big, giant hanging rooms. You know, if you got a big farm, you can hang all your weed up in a nice temperature control room, uh, and, and that'll help the weed cure. But the cure is a very important thing because you don't want your marijuana too harsh. You don't want it all, like, soft and wet, right? Soft and wet is great when it's a Prince song or some foreplay. Uh, but when it's your weed, you, you want it to have a nice feel. You want the crystals to be good and and that sort of thing. So um, look it up. I, Ed Rosenthal's got good books on curing. Jorge Cervantes has good books on curing the uh, West Coast Growers. I think that's what they're called. West Coast Masters. So they have good books on that, too. So look those up if you're growing some weed. That's the thing. Let's talk about that. This is the time of year. It's January. So you want to, you know, be getting your dirt together, be starting your things. You're not really going to put anything in the ground till after the uh, the spring equinox, right? But this is the time to start gathering your things, start getting your seeds together, start building your dirt Maybe clean out a bunch of shit out of your garden. But, all right, we'll come back and we'll talk about that a little bit more right here on Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. Mindful of sustainable practices and limiting their environmental footprint, Sansal hemp is always grown outdoors as nature intended. By starting with uniform genetic profiles, Sansal ensures the plant will maintain its optimal performance and yield consistently throughout its life cycle. It is through innovative processes that Sansal is able to achieve pure whole hemp extracts and meet industry requirements and the level of quality desired by many of their customers. Healthy plants? <sighs> cash? Sorry. I don't carry around cash, and I don't want to use the ATM and pay surcharges. You don't need to carry cash. Haven't you heard about PayQuick? Okay, tell me about PayQuick. It's the safe and easy way to pay. It works just like your debit card to securely pay for your purchase, and it gives you rewards points every time you use it. Nice. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the Seed to Sale Show, January 31st and February 1st at the Colorado Convention Center in Denver. Register now at www.seedtosaleshow.com or 888-409-4418. The NCIA Seed to Sale Show, the largest cannabis business event to be held in Denver, will host over 2,000 cannabis professionals and focus on innovations and technology in cultivation, infused products and extraction, and sales strategies. The show will recognize the best in the industry with the Cannavation and Canatech Awards. 
Register before January 6th for $100 savings at seedtosaleshow.com. Use the code RADIO15 for an additional 15% off. Plan your experience now for the NCIA Seed to Sale Show, January 31st and February 1st. SeedToSaleShow.com or 888-409-4418. Maui Wowie. Acapulco Gold. California Kush. Our strains stretch everywhere, too. This is the Cannabis Radio Network. Rolling with Ungayo is back only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. All right. Ungayo Bielum here. Rolling with Ungayo. Right? That's what we're doing. We're in Oxnard today. We had a show last night at the Levity Comedy Club. Levity! Right? That's not a bad name. Well, you know, when I first came out here, Oxnard, there used to be a place in uh, in Santa Barbara called P. Period. Yo Pans. P-A-N-Z Comedy Club, as in uh, Pee Your Pants Comedy. And uh, as you can imagine, that comedy club lasted for about a month before people stopped going. <laughs> because maybe it's not the best name. Let's just, you know, names are important. My friend, not my friend Clay, but my friend Carl, maybe it was Carl, maybe it was Clay. He believed that the name of your business should pretty much tell everybody what it does, right? Seattle Comedy Underground. Boom. It's in Seattle. It's a comedy club and it's uh, on a lower level spot. See, like that. An underground comedy makes it sound kind of dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I ran a magazine called West Coast Cannabis. Boom. What, I wonder what that magazine is about. Huh, hmm. Hmm. Let me guess. It's about cannabis on the West Coast, dumbass. See? And that's an easy, an easy thing to do. So, you know, you don't always have to be. Uh, ridiculous, right? There's a good website called Stuff Stoners Like. What's it got? Oh, it's got Stuff Stoners Like. It's a variation on the, if you ever saw the Stuff White People Like website, it's a variation on that. So Stuff Stoners Like West Coast Cannabis. Just keep it keep it simple. Keep your business names simple when it comes to a lot of things. I mean, you know, Corova Edibles is fine or whatever. Um Beard Brothers Farms, and they spell the farms with the PH, so you know what they're talking about, right? Because then it's medical. We that's one of those that's been a classic marijuana pun for years and years and years and years now, right? You spell pharmacy with a uh, F, right? Pharmacy, or you spell farms with a PH, which implies farm pharma, but farmy pharma, farmy pharma, farm pharma, farmy farmy pharma, like that. Um, so where am I going to be soon? Let's see what's coming up. Oh, hey, are you in the Tri-Cities? Because I'm going to be there in March. I remembered that I had a gig out there. March 23rd, 24th, and 25th at Joker's Comedy Club in the Tri-Cities. February 17th at the International Cannabis Business Conference in San Francisco. I'm going to be in Texas from like April 7th through the 15th or something like that. So I'm going to be in Austin and I'm going to be in Corpus Christi and I'm going to be in McAllen and other places around there. Uh, San Antonio. I'm trying to get out to Dallas. You got a gig in Dallas. Let me know. We'll come out. We'll hang out. We'll do the thing. 
and then other gigs as as events warrant. It's one of those things. I haven't been. I've been doing a lot of writing because it's winter time, and I don't. I don't drive. I've been towed out the snow too many times to have to do one hour. Like I've been and this year, this winter's been crazy, right? Especially on the West Coast. There's a what they call it? Atmospheric river. So there's been snow everywhere. Portland just got another ten inches of snow. And Portland can't handle the snow. Right. And so since I I'm generally like a one nighter comic, you know, I'm in Medford and then I'm in Pendleton and then I'm in Joseph and then I'm in Eugene and then I'm in Bend. You, you don't want you don't want to do that when there's eight, nine, ten inches of snow outside, because then that that six hour drive is a 12 hour drive. Right. Because you can't drive 70 miles an hour. You can barely drive 35 miles an hour. You're driving 35, but you're scared the whole time. Your blood pressure's up. You can't even smoke the weed. So, I, you know, I'm not 25. I don't really have to vision quest and prove myself on the on the road like that anymore. So. We, we save all that for the for the spring and the fall. And so I'm going to spring, spring and summer, spring and summer. So I'm touring like that. I will also be at the Crawfest in July, July 14th through the 16th, uh, just outside of Ben at Jacob Crawford's house. Did I tell you guys about the Crawfest? <laughs> the Crawfest is wild, dude. They don't they smoke some weed, but they're mostly drinkers. Uh, and so it's just a different thing. They're all kind of drinky and uh, they have a car like they get an abandoned car and then everybody gets to smash. And you get gloves and goggles and crowbars and everybody just kind of takes turns smashing this car because apparently that is uh, that's entertainment when you're out in some small redneck ass town outside of Bend, Oregon. So I'm looking forward to going back to that. Come see me at the Crawfest, especially if you like drinking and people watching. Uh, it's a good, good ass time. <clears throat> All right. That's pretty much it for me right here on Rolling With Him God. I thank you for putting up with my rambling ass today. Uh, I will try to be more, more cohesive, cohesive, coherent, co valent. I don't know. Cogent next week. And, uh, and I'll see you guys later. Thanks again. Peace. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.